Episode 5 is supported by Argamaga's EMP unit, pleasingly destroying mobile phones in use at the cinema and the quiet cabins on interstellar transits for the last three years. Alton Jackson, Series 2, Episode 5, Marauder. Alarms rang out across the port. A killer was on the loose. A cold-blooded murderer. But you were not to panic. The solar force were on it, and you should carry on as normal. That's how you combat a killer. Carry on as normal. It was a given that pretending nothing was wrong was the perfect way to stop all forms of violence and cruelty. You could mention your disgust, even post a comment on social media, but then it was over to someone else. You'd done your part. You should feel proud of yourself. A digital comment in the endless ocean of digital waste was definitely the way to make a difference. It was important to bear in mind that no matter how much you vocalized, it is always eventually someone else's problem to sort out. Monsoon should have been further away by now. Whatever Priva had given him was slowing him down. Worse, it was projecting the faces of those he'd killed onto passing strangers. He was running hot and beginning to flail. What was the point of this dramatic escape, if only to be captured again? He fell forward and clutched onto a nearby arm. There was something familiar about it. Oh, Monsoon. Dirkfree. He sounded different. No doubt a new expensive augmentation. Nevertheless, him being here meant that there was money to be made. But how? Monsoon tried to stagger on, but he was losing the fight. Whatever drug cocktail Priva had administered was winning. Monsoon clutched onto Dugfree and as much as he knew it was a bad idea, allowed himself to be led away from the crowds. Dugfree helped him through an unassuming door and into a medical-looking chair. The door locked behind them and a security shutter came down. Clearly, this was not a room for a friendly catch-up. With little resistance, Monsoon was locked in and restrained. Dugfree walked over to a table and lifted a contraption up out of a box. It looked like the sort of thing you'd see on those old sci-fi B-movies, trying to look futuristic and yet mainly looking like a colander with wires hanging off it. Despite that, Monsoon's fading consciousness felt it probably wasn't a friendly device, and tried to struggle free. There's nothing to fear. This'll help you to remember. Remember things we need you to remember. This is important, Monsoon. Important you remember. Don't resist it or it'll hurt more. Monsoon noted it was going to hurt regardless. Why couldn't these devices be built pain-free? Dugfree placed the device onto Monsoon's head and strapped it on. He plugged the trailing wires into what could, at best, be described as a mediocre science student's the night-before effort for their show-and-tell. 
Doug Free adjusted various styles, which made the far more than was necessary light blocks dance to different tunes. Doug Free stood and smiled back at Monsoon. This is going to hurt. Just try to remember as quickly as you can, then I can stop. I'm only being paid for the answers, not the bravery. That part is up to you and you alone. Doug Free casually flicked a switch. Monsoon spasmed as the lights went out in his mind. Monsoon jolted upright. Where the hell was he? He stood up and looked around. The whole place looked familiar and yet was blurry and drifting around his vision. A small drone flew up and hovered in front of him. It blinked in what its designers felt was a reassuring way, much as a flying robot drone pretending to be sentient could be. Hello, I am Evets. I'm here to help you navigate your way around. I am also programmed to answer any questions you have. As Monsoon's vision stabilized, he noticed the drone was not that well built. It was from the hands of someone who'd seen drones, and just decided they could build one. It was that simple. Where am I? Do the Locomotion was a hit for Little Eva back on Earth in 1962. The drone blinked, clearly pleased at its quick, though utterly unrelated answer. Monsoon cleared his throat. Okay, now, where am I? Pluto has been declassified and then reclassified as a planet 4,248 times since records began. Monsoon said nothing more. Instead, he walked off towards what looked like a well-lit building. It looks like you are trying to walk. Would you like some walking facts? Monsoon ignored the drone. Walking was first invented as a method of moving slowly between two distances. It is recognized as a way to stay healthy and is part of everyone's health credits. Failure to walk leads to higher taxation, feelings of drowsiness, and a gradual increase in the fat covering your frame. During a recent study, the Venn's Medical Academy discovered that walking provided more health benefits than paying a monthly gym membership without ever actually going. Another study suggested... Monsoon hit the drone with some force which sent it flying off around in circles. After a few moments of calibration, the drone stabilized and flew back to Monsoon. You appear to have assaulted me. Would you like some facts on assault? Monsoon was faster on the uptake this time. I want you to shut up, not talk at all, for any reason. The drone processed this request while its kind blinking eyes kindly blinked back at Monsoon. I understand you wish further information on silence and how this form of non-communication has been used in meditation and as a tool for aiding concentration. Please now choose from A. The history of silence B. The art of silence C. Invisible silence or D. Sounds of silence Monsoon made a grab for the drone but it was learning. It lurched out of reach and rose up higher. A series of dots smiled back at Monsoon. This was either deliberate as part of its people personality program, or deliberate to suggest it had outsmarted him. Either way, Monsoon didn't like it. Then, in a surprising show of agility, he leapt up, caught the drone, and smashed it down on the ground. 
He kept smashing it until the happy, blinky lights faded. That felt wrong, though oddly satisfying. Monsoon stood up and made his way towards the structure. In the distance, a small robot appeared out of the haze and moved towards him. It had the same blinky eyes as the drone. You have got to be joking. The robot stopped just outside of his reach. It blinked at Monsoon for a moment. Hello, I am Evets. I am here to help you navigate your way around. I am also programmed to answer any questions you have. Over the next few hours? Was it hours? It was difficult to tell, but as an arbitrary method to show progress, it would have to do. Over the next few hours, the path was filled with the dismembered parts of a range of robots. It would seem that Monsoon had issues with these smart devices. It had now reached the point where Monsoon was being followed by a massive armor-plated robot that loomed well above him. Evolution had gone with the bigger-is-better approach which, to be fair, appeared to be working. Monsoon's attempt to take down this robot had been futile. In fact, the robot had repeatedly pointed that out to him. Resistance is futile. Clearly he was in some kind of dreamscape, but that wasn't really helping him right now. It had been shocking to discover that a robot hitting you back actually hurt. I mean, really, properly hurt. That wasn't right at all. Also, what was the purpose of this endless walking towards a building that never seemed to get any closer? Then Monsoon finally did something clever. He stopped. He just stopped and sat down. The giant killer robot tried to cajole him and even used its cutest blinky eye look to no avail. Monsoon sat still and looked around him. I'll just wait here. After a while, the robot melted away to reveal a promotional image of Dugfree. Younger, fitter, taller. All those things you imagine upon yourself as lost, rather than never having been. The stars are swirling. A dust bowl. Monsoon sprung up and grabbed hold of Dugfree. They fought until Monsoon fell back exhausted. Of course, this was Dugfree's dream. He wouldn't stand a chance. Why are you here? Why do you keep going when you've lost everything? You're alone. What's the point in all of this? Monsoon picked himself up and stared for longer than was necessary at Dugfree. The events at Tor's Towers played out again. Monsoon could feel the regret as he stared at the image of his love lost Elijah. A red light was blinking. We live as we dream, alone. Dugfree pushed Monsoon over with a gentle sweep of his arm. This was his world. No, try harder. Wake up, time to live. Monsoon fell into a blackness. He awoke almost immediately. He was back on the endless road. There was a small drone flying towards him.
Hello, I am Evets. I am here to help you navigate. Monsoon struck out and sent the drone crashing to the floor. The scenario played out countless times, always ending the same way. Monsoon starting again, then failing again, stuck in a loop, refusing to learn, his personality in a nutshell. Monsoon woke for the countless time and stood up on the dusty path. Only this time, he turned away from the structure, from what he knew, from what looked safe. Instead, he walked towards the nothing in the distance. The drone raced up and alongside to join him, its incessant cheerfulness starting him off in a bad mood once again. Watch out for that first step. It is a doozy. As Monsoon walked towards nothing, large screens appeared out of nowhere. Each played out a decision he'd made. Then the consequence of that decision. Most were painful memories. Even if some of the kills had been justified, it didn't stop their faces haunting him in the long, dark nighttime of the soul. And with every scene played out, the road got darker and darker until it was impossible to see. Monsoon fell to the ground. Nothing felt safe anymore. And now, for the finale. Yvette pulled back part of the scenery to reveal a perfect mock-up of Tor's towers. All the dead or dying bodies. Only this time, Monsoon was watching himself. A point of view. Or at least one point of view. A points of view, perhaps. Either way, Monsoon was experiencing the kills as an observer. And what had felt so justified, so righteous in the moment, now just looked like a deranged killer on the rampage. He was killing everything in his way, regardless of the threat they presented. In fact, some of the human guards were already running away or trying to hide from him when they found themselves suddenly shot and dying. This wasn't how he'd recalled it. Everyone had been against him. Everyone else was in the wrong. He was fighting for what was right, was just, was his view of what should be. And there it was, the flaw in the logic. He was unaccountable, unmeasured, untamed, doing what he felt like and damn the consequences of his actions. He felt at once breathless, weak, alone. And then, the kicker. For each of the fallen, a family photo was shown. Most of the guards were in a relationship. Some had children. And there they were. Happy, smiling and holding each other. Like normal happy families do. Only then, one of them was literally ripped out of the image. The picture darkened. And the remaining people were left crying. Weeping for the loss of the one they loved. It wasn't just Elijah or Priva that had lost that day. So many people impacted by Monsoon's decision to demand his version of justice. Monsoon fell to the ground. He knew he was being manipulated, but despite that, he felt sick, sick to his core. This stark contrast of how his actions have consequences, such clear, devastating consequences. It had never been brought home to him before. He was the hero, the central character in this story of his life. What he did made sense, 
was the right thing to do. It wasn't that everyone was wrong, just they were not as right as he was. They were the ones who'd made mistakes, poor choices, ill-informed actions. And yet, the body count, the misery behind each corpse, finally suggested that things weren't that simple. There was a good chance he was wrong. And if he was wrong about that, what else was he wrong about? The drone circled around him, breaking his concentration. Perhaps you would like to hear a random series of reviews about films you have not yet watched, ranging from informative and thoughtful to desperate and trying to get a response. To start with, we have a series of films reduced to just one minute due to the invention of new technologies, or, if you prefer, I could go into a lot of detail on the history of video games. Monsoon attempted to strike the drone, but it had learned. It was a safe distance away and darting around in a random pattern. You have swiped right. I will therefore begin with the history of ENIAC and the 8080 microprocessor. From nowhere, Monsoon drew Mary Jane and blew the drone into pieces. Now that was a development. It would seem that Monsoon's subconscious was finally starting to fight back, to reclaim the storyline and bring everything back round to being about him. As it should be right and proper. Monsoon struggled to get up, but he stood. He stood, then started moving again, this time with purpose. He was right. He had Mary Jane, and in the distance stood Lisa Tors, mocking him, pointing at all of the dead bodies and laughing. Their deaths were her fault. Of course they were. If she hadn't been a criminal, they all would have lived. They'd made their choice and with it, the consequence of that action. Monsoon fired at Lisa, who simply melted away, laughing all the more. She kept appearing and drifting around, but whatever Monsoon did, he was too slow. Then she started to fire at him. Every shot hit him, injured him. He staggered onwards, but slowing down as blood poured from the wounds. Then he fell fell into a pool of his own blood, swimming down into a warm, dark, inviting end. He looked up as the light faded. There was Elijah. Not a single shot hit him. He was invincible, the better of everything Monsoon was. A shot rang out and Lisa fell to the floor. She was mortally wounded and sinking into her own pool. Elijah reached down and offered his hand to Monsoon. Monsoon grasped at it and was up and out of his own dead pool. He clutched at Elijah. For a moment, there was peace. And then the darkness fell. Elijah pushed him away. He was pointing to his mother. He was angry. Monsoon was confused. He didn't know what to do for the best. So instinctively, he brought Mary Jane to bear as Elijah did the same. A mirror image of two lives, once so entwined and now so separate. They couldn't shoot each other. It was too much to bear. Of all the deaths, these would be beyond. Their love would overcome all. 
The surprised look on Elijah's face when the volley of rounds punched through him did nothing but cause Monsoon to burst out crying. Elijah tried to fire back, but the mortal wounds had taken his strength. He was stumbling backwards, into a void, somewhere that Monsoon would one day discover. He looked back at Monsoon, the pain in his eyes not from the wounds, but from the betrayal. The one person he loved, so completely, now the architect of his destruction. He collapsed and vanished. Monsoon dropped Mary Jane and fell, clutching at the empty space. He had killed the one thing that mattered to him. What did this say about Monsoon? Who was he? Why did he keep going when everything suggested he needed to stop? To stop being who he was. A killer. A murderer. A destroyer of lives. A reaper of souls. He fell backwards, finally embracing the void. This was his end. And he deserved it. The red light stopped blinking. Doug Free released all the clamps and pulled the wires from Monsoon's arm. This was not the recommended procedure, but was incredibly effective at waking the patient immediately. Monsoon woke immediately and grabbed Doug Free by the throat. Why? What did you do that for? Why shouldn't I kill you? Like everyone else you made me watch. Monsoon's grip increased and Doug Free's efforts to make him let go were having no effect. He was starting to turn purple before a commanding voice snapped him back from the edge. Let him go, Monsoon. Monsoon let him go and Doug Free fell to the floor, gasping for much needed oxygen. That was going to leave a nasty bruise. Monsoon attempted to sit up but was a lot weaker than he realized. Instead, he looked over at Priva and waited. We had to be sure. This took a moment for Monsoon to calculate. Sure of what? Sure it was him? The messed up, lonely ex-detective. It was as if Priva could read his mind. No, not that. Put your ego away. We had to be sure about your feelings towards Elijah. What would you do when you finally met, as inevitably you will? You wanted to be sure I'd kill him? Her. Monsoon was about to respond, but realized every way he could phrase that response was likely to sound bad or at least woefully ignorant. So, it's a new Elijah, then. Reborn. She's taken over the tour's legacy. The only reason you're still alive is, best guess, she wants to show off what's been achieved without you. Before she kills you, of course. Well, of course. I mean, she really wants to hurt you. A lot. She's even put up videos on social media about how much pain those who betrayed her will have to endure. And it's a lot of pain. And very much she is talking about you. Being in a lot of pain. Thanks. I get the message. Monsoon sat up and swung his legs over the chair. He leant down and offered Dugfrey an arm to pull himself up by. After some hesitation, he did. What next? You have some plan, no doubt, to get me killed? Priva smiled at Monsoon and then waved at Dugfrey. Dugfrey moved slightly unsteadily over to some crates nearby. 
From those crates, he pulled out a number of enhancements. These also seemed to be the best on offer, not some tat that Dugfree had welded together to make a fast profit. Upgrades. We want you to stand some chance of survival. Monsoon eyed the growing stockpile of items, some of them being heavily weaponized. He smiled. The smile of a killer being legitimized by others who were too scared to do the job they expected from him. He laid back down and waited for them to start work on him. As the smile grew on his face, he managed to sound like someone excited by the opportunity to kill again. Even if only moments ago, he'd been soul-searching against that being his raison d'etre. With my thanks. This episode was voiced by Adam Roach as the narrator and the voice of Monsoon Jackson, with Heather Death Cowan as the voice of the adverts. In additional voices, Steve McNeil as Yvette, Michelle Duncan as Priva, and Dirk Mags as Duckfree. Written and edited by Andy Case and Lightmotif Productions Limited, copyright 2020.